Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real with host Ray Zander. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, your alignment with Source. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition here of Everyday Attraction, where we take the law of attraction for reals, people. This is Ray. (laughs) And this is Heather. And you are sitting on our metaphysical porch this evening, actually, we're recording a little bit probably later than you're hearing this or earlier, <laughs> depending on which time zone you're in. And it is a hot summer night and uh, we are tripping the light fantastic as we uh, as we talk about all things metaphysical. Our theme, our focus, our intent this hour is to really talk about living beyond circumstances. Mm-hmm. really trying to to grasp the idea that learning to feel good period is a powerful way to be in the world it doesn't mean you aren't dis- it doesn't mean you're disconnected from circumstances but you get so good at practicing feeling good um in and of itself for itself's sake and it is really a a powerful practice because what happens is you come home to your divinity. You come home to that place within you that says, I am all of this. And it doesn't matter who said what to who or what's the state of my bank account or even the state of the world in order for me to connect into my divinity and, and really get hold of the eternalness of my nature. It's an opportunity to come home to your soul and your soul's conversation and to be in a place of um, deep connection that goes beyond this time, this space, your story. It is about connecting to the truer you, the big T in truth. And it is it, what, what's so wonderful about living beyond circumstances is that when stuff does happen, you're so much more grounded and, and able to move through it swifter and yeah. with better perspective. Don't you think? I do. It's a practice, though, um, <laughs> because I think we've all learned uh, growing up that, uh, you know, how people are talking about you or what is going on with your job or your family or your circumstances are the benchmarks of happiness or not happiness, as the case may be. And there's a lot of false premise that we inherit. Um, I think, you know, when you look at a child and, and a, a person who is not uh, feeling disconnected, they're just so happy-go-lucky and they get through stuff. I mean, my five-year-old almost five-year-old it's, it's just like he gets over stuff so fast mm-hmm. because he's not living based on on circumstances he's just sort of tapping right back into his joy but i think we get to this point where we start going to the opposite end where it is all about putting your joy on hold until 
things line up or at least this, this, and this. And do you know what I mean? Well, and I think people think, and, and maybe it's a programming that we've had in society, is like, well, if I'm really happy where I am, then I'm not going to really ever get the better job or the more loving husband or whatever it is because I won't be asking for it because I'll be happy with where I am. And so that gets really confusing because I didn't really get that we can't really go and attract what we want until we make peace with where we are. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. I I think that the seed of this false premise happens at that place. So I I absolutely agree um, that we have this false premise that says, well, if I'm not struggling, then the universe is not going to reward me. Mm -hmm. And I think that this comes from some um, from Christianity in a way. Uh, I think it comes from that, you know, the belief system that says you are suffering for God um, and that those who suffer, you know, the meek shall inherit and all that. So I think that, you know, it's something that we have really turned into a chronic miscalculation or misinformation of of the law and of principle. you know, it's not a suffering contest. It's not like you have to deserve your your desires. Your desires are your birthright. And I hear people often talk about their stories as a way to say why they think they deserve their desires. It's like, oh, I have done this, this, and this, and there. It's like, well, that's fine and wonderful, but you don't have to go down that dark road in order to already be um, worthy. You are worthy just by the fact that you, you are here. However, we haven't heard that in our lifetime. Like we're not, you know, our parents saying, you deserve everything because you are. (laughs) My God, can you imagine? Can you imagine saying that in the grocery line? They'd be like, ooh, how high are you? (laughs) Don't tell that child that. They'll think they deserve it all. Well, guess what? (laughs) Yeah, it really is this idea. And also I think I'm just into anything that's going to stop the suffering. You know, anything that's going to help me uh, and my loved ones and all of you suffer a little less. I'm all about. And this idea of not being jostled around and pulled and pushed based on what other people's uh, opinion are or the state of your job or the state of the economy or my gosh, you know, talk about being whiplashed around and it, you just lose yourself in that kind of crazy chasing of um, of finding happiness. It is this endless chase that even yeah. if I can control this circumstance, if I can control this person, then I will. And, and it's just crazy. And there is no peace of mind there. So as we do every week on the show, we, we focus on taking the law of attraction out of the book, out of the video, out of um, the sh- off the shelf and really putting it into our lives and seeing what's working, what's really going to resonate with our day-to-day lives to help us live more fully um, and to really step out on on that leading edge of who we are and jump and say, yes, um, this is what I deserve because I am that I am. I am that divine energy, that God energy. It was interesting in, in church today. Um, Reverend Paul Hasselback was, was at Unity in Marin and my home church. And, and it was really fun, uh, to have him there. And they were doing contrast. They were contrasting a little bit Unity principles and Abraham and Course in Miracles, which of course they all have so much in common. But it was, it was really fun to, um, to talk about the, the continuity that we see between these, you know, new thought teachings because they do all come back to principle. You know, they come back mm-hmm. to that, that core understanding that you are the divine. And, you know, he even had us say, 
I am the Christ, which, wow, it was, there was a time where saying that in my earlier Christian belief would have been, you know, nothing short of blasphemous. But today I understand that from a metaphysical standpoint, you are that divine energy. You are a child or a, I would say a principle of God, (laughs) not even a child. Mm -hmm. Um, And to say that I am the Christ and then how could you possibly go back to, yeah, but I can't be happy unless I've got, you know, 2.5 children in a relationship and a great job. You know, it's like, really? (laughs) (laughs) They both can't exist at the same. You are the Christ. They can, but it's like, you are the Christ. You you know, you should shoot bigger than that. You know, it's all wonderful to have the stuff, to have the circumstances, but to live beyond circumstances. I mean, even difficult circumstances, uh, I think is important. And today we're going to focus on a workshop that recently transpired here in, in Cancun on the land cruise, which again, you know, we talk about Abraham Hicks work specifically because we think it's so delicious and that it, it vibes really well with, with new thought and metaphysics in general. But we do encourage you to go to the Abraham Hicks.com website and uh, gobble up all the great stuff that they have there for us. This particular track, um, so the woman sits in the hot seat and she talks about her son no longer speaking to her. And boy, that's, you know, that's, that's a tough one to be happy beyond that circumstance, especially if you're, you know, a devoted parent. Um, so I, I thought it would be interesting to dive into that one, um, you know, to see even in this circumstance, there is a way to to be happy and be contented and to be truly living your life regardless of what anyone else is doing Ooh, anyone even someone as close to your heart as a, a mother and a son i don't know it's not like a wild premise <laughs> i can't even fathom it. I, I can't even fathom it I, but I have little kids and you know sometimes my little kids will say something to me that they are upset and they say, I don't, you're mean or something like that. And then later they come back to me, mommy, I know earlier I said this, I'm so sorry because I love you so much. But in the moment when they say something like you're mean or whatever, I kind of laugh and just think it's silly because I know they don't mean it. But gosh, you know, to have somebody not speak to you being an adult and for however long, that would be really challenging. It would be really challenging. It would really test your ability to stand on that principle of, of moving beyond circumstances and feeling um, and being able to feel your relationship with them beyond the physical. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to hear a little bit about how to have that relationship beyond what the circumstances are. But before we do that, I want to encourage everyone to head off to our new website at everydayattraction.com. We just pushed a little website out there. And that's just a little bit of a, hey, hey, how you doing? Um, <laughs> but we're we're going to have a, a mailing list up there, a subscriber mailing list. If you're interested in following Heather and myself, there's a, a free meditation and there are going to be some upcoming events that we want to uh, connect with you all about. So pop over everydayattraction.com and uh, check that out. And then... Uh, no, I think that's all our announcements before we get into the show. So uh, I'm going to play a little bit of this track from Cancun. And again, this is from the Abraham Hicks material, and it is a live workshop. And I know that uh, that you're all popping over there and enjoying all the wonderful stuff there. So here we go. How to live beyond circumstances and truly, truly learning to feel good no matter what. Here we go. 
right here, yeah. Abraham. I've been wanting to be here for a long time and I'm finally so happy that I'm here. Um, my life generally is wonderful. Um, <laughs> and I hate to say but I'm, going to take, but I'm going to take this opportunity since I'm focused with the most powerful minds in all of the physical dumb and non-physical dumb to focus on less than well, the thing is, I have a dichotomy. I have two children, and my daughter and my husband and I have a loving, open, wonderful relationship, and um, on a very high, high vibrational level. And we just love each other's company, we love being together, and everything is always wonderful and beautiful when we're together. And my son, whom I love dearly, has chosen to exclude us from his life. And um, it's very difficult. I mean, it's I mean, I've reached a point where I've accepted it. I've seen the benefits of not current, continuing the relationship, but still, as a parent, as a very nurturing mother, sometimes it's hard for me to come to terms with it. So are you saying that in order for you to have a connection with your inner being while holding your son as your object of attention your son needs to give his willing permission no no I I have finally come to the realization that I basically I can connect with my inner being when my son is not in the picture so what's the problem I feel at times when I go back there, I we're, feel... We're really, we really want you to consider what we're asking here. Yeah, In other words, I know, right, because, what is the problem? There, because there are endless objects okay. of attention to which you can give your attention, that you can flow your attention to. Our question to you is, does someone have to be present in the room in order for them to receive benefit from your gaze or you to receive benefit from gazing? No. That's good, because Jerry's dead. <laughs> right, right, In right, other words, right. he's not coming around in that right, way. Right, right. So, now, that may seem like a stark comparison, mm -hmm. but we really want you to contemplate, because if someone is choosing to do something other than what you would like them to do, mm -hmm. we're not talking about just resigning to it right. and making the best of it. We're talking about it being the non-issue that it is, since you have endless opportunities to focus, and you don't need somebody to be present in order to lovingly focus upon them. Yes, I, I realize that. I totally realize that. So but, what, what was but your... The, but, but the main thing is the absence of his children, our grandchildren, in our lives, because we have a very strong connection with them, but yet he's decided that we're to be excluded from most of their activities in their lives. From most of them? Most of them. So yes. are you making the best of the ones that you have? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Really? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and yet you didn't sit down and say, let me talk to you about the high-flying good time I have with my grandchildren. You were talking about... Well, the... because I want more. <laughs> I want more. It's not enough. It really is not enough. You can't get to more from not enough. 
Okay. All right. I want more. <laughs> That's worth writing down. You can't. I think we're going to write that one down. What do you think? You can't. I'm get... writing it down. <laughs> You can't, can't get, get to more from not enough. From not enough. That pretty much wraps up that one, doesn't it? <laughs> let's, let's back up a little bit and talk about that, that track. So again, you know, we're talking about this idea of living beyond circumstance, really embracing our relationship with source, God, spirit, internal being, whatever you want to do, as the primary relationship. You know, I, that that's really an interesting premise because I, I and I'm going to say it, I think that unless you do embrace your inner walk and your connection with divinity as your primary relationship, you can't ever be happy beyond circumstance. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. So, yeah. Well, it's it's like you're you're saying no to something, you know, if if we're creating on a co-creative place, but we're saying no to somebody who's there wanting to help us and we're just doing it without them, we're, we're not going to be able to ever really be happy. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the main oxygen tank isn't connected, right? Yeah. And so then you're kind of running off, running around, you know, half trying to make up for that primary uh, relationship being out of whack. And boy, that, I think that's the nature of, of suffering is trying to fill a hole that can't be filled with circumstances lining up. It's got to be a more profound connection to that, that divinity within us and how we connect to that, that relationship consistently. And the other thing that I thought was interesting about that premise was the idea that you know, you don't have to have somebody in your life physically walking around and talking to you in order for you to have a relationship with them. Can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Ah, boy, that just opens up all kinds of possibilities, right? I mean, if you can connect with someone in the non-physical, like like they said, Jerry is not, you know, in physical anymore. And yet Esther's having a lovely relationship with him. And I, and I think one of the greatest gifts that Jerry has ever given to us is the fact that he transitioned when he did so that we get to see this glorious relationship that happens between non-physical and physical on a consistent basis. There is no death. And that's been yeah. so beautifully, you know, shown. Fun stuff. Stay tuned. We'll be right back on Everyday Attraction. When listeners like you contribute to the Unity Online Radio Network, you're making a positive difference in your life and the lives of other spiritual seekers. To contribute, visit www.unity.fm and make a one-time donation or sign up for monthly contributions. Thank you for your support. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using Affirmative Prayer or Positive Intention can make a big difference in the way you think 
feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Turn to Everyday Attraction and the Metaphysical Porch with your spiritual neighbor, Ray Zander. Have a sit, get something to sip, and let's get real. Spiritual. Welcome back to the show. This is Ray and Heather. Ah! <laughs> I was going to say, and Heather. <laughs> I'm bad, I'm bad. <laughs> And you're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. So happy to be with you all this week. So we're taking, again, we're taking Law of Attraction to the street. We're taking it into our everyday lives. We're taking it into circumstances that might be challenging us, but but truly trying to tap into this concept that we can live beyond the circumstantial, that we can step back from the tussle of who is doing what to whom and what state is in this economy and what's happening on this level. I mean, truly, if you watch the evening news and decide if you're going to feel good or not, it's quite a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a question for you. Yeah. So in this this conversation that that um, Abraham is having with this woman, it brings up for me the question about when. Um, when it feels good to live beyond the circumstances and to feel the love of, from the other person, whether you're in a physical relationship with them or not, and when you're allowing certain things to happen that aren't okay, you know, like let's say codependency or I grew up in an alcoholic family and had a lot of tumultuous relationships um, and still do with one and... um at some point I said, okay, that's enough. I'm stepping back because I can't have a physical relationship with you because the way I'm being treated doesn't feel good to me. And I can't turn, I'm not going to talk myself into feeling good a different way. Like I was very clear, but in a way this kind of like makes the lines blurred, blurred lines <laughs> um, a little bit about um, what is codependency and what is living beyond the, you know, what we're well, talking about. Well, I think it always comes back to one barometer, and, and that is how does it feel? Yeah. And if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not serving you or the person. Um, you know, and, and I think that that is the primary circumstance. But I, I, what I think is so interesting about the Abraham work is it's not like you have to sit down and say, okay, we got to talk because you can't call me anymore and you can't treat me that way. And what what they talk about in, in relationships in the nitty gritty is that you just need to move up to a higher vibrating disc. And if that person doesn't follow you, then they're, you're just naturally going to part ways. They'll You'll start flowing down the stream at a different rate and in a different direction. And you'll be like, oh, I can't see you anymore. Mm -hmm. I, oh, oh, wait, we have to talk. Oh, oh, I guess. Well, never mind. You're gone. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like a cell phone, bad connection on a cell phone. <laughs> exactly. It's like the whole vibrational relationship thing is really interesting. So I think the intent is always to go back with, well, what are you doing with your perspective? What are you doing with your vibration? Let let that other person go, whether they're good, the bad, they're doing the right thing, the wrong thing, alcoholism, whatever. I mean, you just have to step back and say, you know, really, truly, um, how am I going to to work with my consciousness because everything is coming to me and revealing itself to me based on that consciousness and how can I use this circumstance how can I see this circumstance in a way that's for my highest good that comes from that perspective of source that comes from that more general place Um, you can throw that pot to be perfect for you um, in a way that serves you and gives you back your freedom. Because aren't we talking at the end of the day about freedom here? You know, freedom to be who we are, freedom to not be tethered to the weather um, or circumstances or the great opinion of others. It is truly a deep breath of fresh air that says, you know, I can take back my energy, retool it, you know, get a fresh perspective, upres my vibration. And then what happens that with that relationship, none of my business. Yeah. Well, but some, I, I mean, the one thing that I think what this lady is saying is that she wants more, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, she gets even into it, into it more here. Yeah, exactly. She wants more. And she, and she wants more and, and it's not enough. So it doesn't feel good right now. Right. In that place of it, I want more and it's, it's, you know, it's not enough for me and that doesn't feel good but but we can choose a different thought or to you know raise our vibration or use our emotional guidance system and then it could feel good so it, it's just really dependent you know on you're saying like well just check in with yourself and see if it feels good it might not feel good at any in that moment but you can choose for it to feel good so it's just very interesting yeah and i and i think it is something where you have to decide yeah, your perspective on it. You're you're gonna have to make some focusing. You're gonna have to really decide that you're gonna feel better about the circumstance and find a way. Not to say that you can't see the thing. I think that gets confusing with the Abraham stuff is people think that you know I can't um I, I can't focus in a way um, that that is not serving me. So you know if I guess I can't have what I want. I'm, I I mean I can't look at a circumstance that I don't like and try to feel good about it. That's not possible, right? So if you're looking at a circumstance that doesn't feel good, you, you can't just um, make that leap. You have to decide to shift your perspective on what's happening. You know, you really have to take back the divine viewpoint on this. And, um, and it's not like you can't have what you want, but the essence of it and how it's actually out picturing itself may be different. Because let's talk about this woman. I mean, she's wanting her son's love, right? But what does she really want? What's up underneath what looks like having her son's love and more time with her grandkids? What's what's up underneath the metaphysical of that? You know, I would say that that what's really wanting is an internal relationship with herself that she is looking for her son to help her feel better. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And they talked about that before last week when Abraham said, stop using us. In other words, stop using people and circumstances to help you feel good about yourself, your life. Feel good about yourself, your life. And let everyone else, you know, off that hook. There's nothing more powerful than that. 
that, you know, I'm not going to make you responsible for how I feel. And I think for this circumstance, that's where really the integrity line is happening. You know, where she's feeling like if I, unless my son talks to me, I can't be happy, which is really where the pain is right there is that she's letting her son dictate whether or not she's connected to divinity and whether she's connected to her source, which is always high flying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, that's really what I think is up for a healing. So let's listen to a little bit more of this workshop that recently happened. Um, again, we're listening to a, a little appetizer of the Abraham Hicks work, but we encourage you to go to abraham-hicks.com and get this whole Cancun series. It's really fantastic. It's week one, week two, and, oh, it's a desert island track. I mean, if you just were stranded and you had nothing else, uh, Cancun week <laughs> one and week two would pretty much suffice for, for your desert island experience. So here we go. Back to the workshop. from not enough. Yes, I agree. You can't get to more money from not enough. You can't get to more love from not enough. You can't get to more time with your grandchildren from not enough. You can't get there from there. Okay, so how do I get there? Did you just get here? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Here I am. exclude you from our life <laughs> even though your behavior is I know I agree <laughs> I am <laughs> we are wanting to play with you a little bit we are wanting you to realize that this microphone is not high enough for you okay that's we're wa- better we're wanting you to realize that you have more options than you are utilizing and mm-hmm. that and everyone understands in other words nothing is more uncomfortable than having people that you really want to be with and spend time with not choose to do the same with you but it goes back to that thing that we were talking about the last segment person after person after person after person before person before person before person where it's easier under some conditions to tune in than others but we want you to tune in under any and all conditions and we want you to realize that in the same way that we were visiting with our beautiful friend relative to his wonderful relationship that it's just a snapshot a vibrational snapshot in time and it's not about forever and always but if you let it be disturbing to you now then you hold yourself in that momentum and it continues to be and humans have a hard time with this because it feels like under those conditions I should feel bad and if I don't feel bad then I'm not normal yes and we say that would be maybe the most accurate statement that has ever been made if I don't feel bad I'm not a normal human if I don't feel bad a good deal of the time, if I don't let what other people do control the way I feel, then I'm not normal. And we say, this has never been billed as an event where normal people gather. <laughs> okay, not normal people. We see you out there. <laughs> now, that that was kind of kind of a whopper there, I think, in that last one is... You know, I should feel bad about this. And I'm and it's not normal for me, you know, to go to my joy. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That it makes me feel so good because I've spent my whole life wondering why I don't feel bad about things. <laughs> I love that about you, Heather. I think that's so awesome. <laughs> I think that's so awesome. I think it's really interesting that um, you know, we start to even look at mediocrity 
as an option in order to fit in and feel normal. Mm -hmm. Like we're willing to settle and not feel our joy and not feel our happiness because we should feel bad about this person not, you know, being in our life. Uh, and, and now I'm just going to run around and I'm going to talk about it incessantly. And then I'm going to wonder why it doesn't change, you know? Yeah. Again, that reflective nature of the universe is so precise. And, uh, you know, this idea of not only am I going to not feel bad by stepping into my joy, my alignment and loving this person beyond circumstances, I actually have a shot at shifting this relationship. Not that that's my intent, but that actually might be the outcome, you know, that you do indeed get what you want, but you cannot get to what you want from this feels bad. You're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Guilty, 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 you know, yeah. Um, to tune in under any and all circumstances. See, but I have to say that this is a practice, practicing feeling good you know, raise your hand out there. Not easy. What? How do we get so disconnected where feeling good is actually quite a bit of a commitment? <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny because I'm thinking about a lot of my clients that they come because they've had guilt their whole life and they just can't not feel bad about stuff. I mean, they, and so we talk about feeling good and they're just looking at me like, feeling good? Like, that. <laughs> That's a luxury that maybe someday I'll I'll get to, but that we're not even close to that right now. You know, they just want to not feel bad, but like feeling good is so far away <laughs> and it's not a priority. You know, they think that there's so many other things that are more important than feeling good. So I do know that we have been programmed as a society to kind of, you know, poo poo. We don't want to feel bad, but nobody really talks about feeling good. Yeah. Who are you to feel good all the time? Yeah. Who, yeah. What, what uh, silver spoon was stuck in your mouth? Yeah. And I think what's so interesting about that is again, there is a misunderstanding of the law because if you understood, um, that the law and the principle, you can't experience the, the true desires of your heart and that which you are wanting without feeling it first. Yeah, it all starts in consciousness. We know this from unity principles and new thought. And, you know, it, it really is a core understanding of this work that you must feel it first. So, you know, it just it just really comes back to that practice that says, well, if this is how I can reveal my good, then I will shift my focus. I will shift it 10,000 times a day. I will take back my power and discern to focus my mind in a way that's going to actually um, help facilitate the desires of my heart. It really, when you get back to principle, it's almost like you're really motivated on a daily basis to go, okay, this is not serving me. And Abraham was talking about this. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago where they said, think a thought. Do you feel source with you on that thought? So the thought is, I hate that guy. Source with you? Heck no. Nope. You don't feel good. Don't feel good. That's your indication. Not aligned with source. And I'm loving that person. I'm loving that person unconditionally. You can feel it. Source mm -hmm. is with you. This is how you work this relationship. And when you work this long enough and consistently enough, and you have this muscle built where you are really learning how to shift and change your perspective to get to that better feeling place. Then when stuff happens that is more challenging, you're closer 
to being able to do it, then it's, it occurred to you for the first time that you should try to feel good. You know what I mean? You have the, mu- you have the muscle memory. Yeah. You've been there before. You can do it again. Man, exit, exit, you know, aisle two, suffering will cease. You, you actually get to figure out how to get out of Sufferville, you know, and, <laughs> and that is a powerful Google map <laughs> to have. Oh, yeah. You know, and again, it's not something that you want to wait for the proverbial hmm, to hit the fan and for you to start practicing. You need to do it now. You know, and that is really how we start to live beyond circumstances that we start to learn how to live beyond circumstances on the small stuff on the, yeah, I got cut off by that guy on traffic and yeah, I didn't get that, you know, small promotion. Yeah, I don't know, whatever it is. And try to find that general perspective on things always work out for me. Thank you, Jerry. Things always work out for me. And so when, again, the stuff gets a little bit more intense, again, button castle from, the Abraham's perspective, they don't see it as, as much different, but we do, right. you know, we put that extra energy on it. So it is a practice and perhaps we start to, you know, right now, uh, and we start this very week to um, really purposely find the road to feeling better, no matter what circumstances are happening in our lives and begin and to I, do that. I, I invite you because you're kind of giving me an idea. I know that everyone has their own experiences about knowing when they feel connected and and how it shows up for them. And so one of mine, which probably you'll laugh, but I'm weird or I'm not normal anyway. So when I'm connected to source, I cry. So my kids are always laughing at me because they're like, you cry all the time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know, but it's so cool. I love it. (laughs) And so that's my thing, right? So I like, I'll just you know, have them with me and then I'll just like get a tear in my eye and I can just feel myself being lifted up and I just feel this joy. And so find, you know, for our listeners and and for all of us, like find something that you know when you, when source is with you or when you feel connected to source, what that feels like, and then invite that in this week. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to cry more this week. (laughs) (laughs) In a good way. Yeah. In a good way. Tears of joy. But that's part of the muscle memory. I like that, that Mm -hmm. you are, you know, feeling for that relationship and it is always wanting you. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. I love that idea. And you are normal. All of us are. We're actually super normal. Whatever that means. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the supersized normal here. Uh, We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here on Unity Online Radio. Don't think about it. Let it Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Don't think about it, let it unfold. 
You've been listening to Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. To learn more, become a fan of our Facebook page. Search for Everyday Attraction or email us at everydayattraction at unity.fm. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. So we are living beyond circumstance in this hour. We are talking to Abrahams. We're on the leading, bleeding edge here. And, you know, we've been listening to this circumstance where a woman was in the hot seat and she was talking about her son no longer wanting to speak to her and therefore her, you know, not having a relationship with the grandkids and all this kind of stuff going on. And, you know, what also occurred to me in that last segment, Heather, that we listened to was, you know, Abraham said, hey, listen, this is a snapshot in time and eternity, you know? We are in, as they've been revealing, these relationships with energies that are quite expansive in time and eternity. And I, that that kind of brought me a little bit of relief when I heard that. They were basically saying, hey, listen, you know, even if this goes on for your whole lifetime, which is would be unfortunate, but just remember that this is a one snapshot in, in the eternalness of your relationship, which is the energy of your son, which is the you know, the true source of this entanglement that you've come to play together for your own expansion. Um, didn't that bring a little bit of, I know it's like easier said than done, but there was a little bit of relief for me in, in understanding that. Yeah. And also when they say you'll never get it done, a lot of times we think about the physical stuff, but what they also mean too is is the relationship stuff. You know, well, maybe this lifetime that relationship won't be what she wants it to be but they have next lifetime and the one after that and the one after that <laughs> yeah the 800 before this one you know and i you know and i'm i don't spend a lot of time thinking about reincarnation and and i'm certainly no expert on it but i i do love brian weiss's work um mm-hmm. many many lives, lives many masters thank you yeah that's a really it's it, fun it, i do i'm certified in past life regression it's fun isn't that interesting? Uh, I just find it can bring relief. You know, yes, it can give us that again that divine perspective. It can marry us again to our relationship with that broader perspective, that source energy, that divinity within us, the I am Christ energy, and and I do think that that is again what we're looking for in these. Um, circumstances. We're looking for perspectives that can take us out of the nitty gritty that says he said, she said, and blah, 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 back on and on. And and in that way, we are beginning to move beyond circumstances. We're coming back from the specifics of the circumstance. We're finding more general ways, frankly, more perspectives um, of source, the way yeah. that source holds more of the general well-being. And I think Go general powerful. and find relief. Go general, find relief. That would be a great bumper sticker. People would not know what the heck we were talking about. <laughs> Go general, find but relief. But we would, and that's all that matters because it would make matters. us feel good every time we walked up to our car. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Exactly. Let's yeah. just say bumper stickers for yourself. I think that's yeah. a great idea. <laughs> not for other people. They're for me. I, I see my bumper stickers every time I go shopping. <laughs> exactly. So we're going to just go back to this workshop a little bit and find out what happens to this beautiful soul who's sitting in the, the hot seat before these great teachers and asking, what do I do now? How do I feel better? How do I get beyond this circumstance that is basically something I don't want? Because what's normal isn't 
working. What's normal is mediocrity. What's normal isn't powerful. What's normal isn't tuned in, tapped in, turned on. And so you have to separate yourself from how you're supposed to feel. And of course, we're not trying to talk you out of loving these people. We know for sure that they are the people that you love the most in all the world. We get that. But you cannot let even that, which you love the most in all the world, be your excuse to not allow yourself connection with them, you see. Yes. And so I think it's just such a wonderful thing when you are able to maintain relationships vibrationally. Maintain relationships vibrationally. You see, the relationship that you are maintaining with all of us has to be a vibrational relationship. Esther makes it possible for you to see us. But we are vibrational friends, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Aren't we emotional friends, vibrational friends? And aren't we the best of friends? Absolutely. And don't you want to make everybody that you care about, first and foremost, your vibrational friend? Yes. And in order to do that, don't you first have to tune into that frequency? And you know what causes the greatest separation between people of all things? You're really going to like this. Oh, this speaks it all. Because you want connection with who you are so much. And sometimes someone and their behavior seems to be the reason that you're not finding that connection. So that disappointment about not having your connection is at the heart of why your son doesn't want to be with you. Now, let's play that back out. It feels like your behavior is making me feel this way. But your behavior is not why I feel this way. I feel this way because I'm using your behavior as my excuse to not align with who I am. And it's so awful for me to not align with who I am that now I'm offering a whole vibration about you, subconsciously, even unconsciously, that I couldn't even speak to you. I don't have the ability, usually, to say, son of mine, you know what our problem is? I'm not hooked up to source and I blame you. I'm not hooked up to source and I blame you. How backwards is it? You need to behave in a way so that I can hook up with source because I've always thought that a parent should practice conditional love with a son. <laughs> now I know this is an extreme case because someone who is saying, I'm not coming around currently, I'm not coming around currently, we can get how that would be painful since you want them to come around. We're just saying to you, you can't get there from there. And by now, you know that's the answer we're going to give you. We're surprised you raised your hand. <laughs> I've got a question. We have an answer. I've got another question. We've got the same answer. Your singular work is to hook up with who you are and everything else will fall into place. And you just have to decide. So now it'll be easier for you because you've been practicing lots of thoughts. Thoughts that you talk about with your friends, thoughts you talk about with other parents. Thoughts that you've shared with those who are here today. Thoughts that have some momentum. And so they're going to come to you easily because there's momentum there. But next time they come, you're going to have a conscious awareness of whether you want to engage on that wheel or that one. Or some in between. You have options that you have not been accepting as viable options. And we think now that you will. And we want to say to you that there will be a different manifestation. And yet we don't want to say that to you because we don't want you to do it for the manifestation. We want you to do it for the alignment.
the manifestation is just a serendipity of alignment. No, Abraham, I really want to see these people. We know you do, and it'll be really good when you do, but that's not what you're reaching for. No, pretty much is. <laughs> I want to see my grandkids. You want to feel the way you feel when you are seeing your grandkids, but you can feel the way you want to feel when you are seeing your grandkids when you're not seeing your grandkids. You can feel the way you want to feel. You can feel the way you want to feel. You want to have a lot of money because you want to feel the way it feels to have a lot of money. But you can feel the way it feels to have a lot of money even before you have a lot of money. And if you don't feel the way you want to feel when you have a lot of money, then you're not going to have a lot of money to feel the way you want to feel. Exactly. You can feel the way you want to feel when your lover is mad at you. That's really worth thinking about. I can feel the way I want to feel regardless of what somebody up close to me is even feeling about the way I feel. Mm. The way I feel is no longer contingent about the way you feel about the way I feel. Ooh, now we're getting somewhere. The way I feel is no longer contingent about the way you feel about the way I feel. And the way I feel about the way you feel about the way I feel about the way you feel about the way I feel about the way you feel has been clogging my pipes for a very long time. So I think I'm just going to cut to the chase and go straight to the source and feel the way I want to feel. Because everything that I want, everything that I want, whether it's a relationship or a pile of money or a material object or a circumstance or event, everything I want is because I believe I will feel better in the having of it. So all I have to do is feel better in the idea of it, feel better in the knowing of the potential of it, feel better because I know how to feel better, feel better because I have nature to focus on, feel better because I have general things to focus on, feel better because I know how to feel better, feel better because I have the benefit of all kinds of tools that cause me to stop doing that thing I do that keeps me from feeling better. I can feel better. I can feel better because I want to feel better. And then everything else follows that. Everything else follows that. Everything else follows that. No exceptions. You will not be denied what you want when you come into alignment with who you are. You will not be denied what you want. Good, Good to know. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Wasn't that a juicy segment? I just wanted to play that all the way through. Yeah. Um, yes. That was so delicious. And again, that was Abraham Hicks uh, from the Cancun uh, workshop. And we just played you a little morsel because we're expecting you to pop over there and get the entire Cancun series. It's so good. But that last boy, that last one, I just want to back up a little bit and um, and dive a little bit deeper into that. You know, that whole understanding of I feel everything I want is is in is because I think I will feel better in the having of it. Mm-hmm. But you can feel good about it now without having to have it with the faculty and the power, one of the twelve powers in unity of imagination, of your knowing. You know, and it's so simple that I think sometimes we almost overlook it because it's we make things more difficult. Like, oh, it's got to be more difficult than that. <laughs> Right. I can't just close my eyes and feel it done. That feel can't it. possibly be the answer. Um, I, I just, you know, and, and I think it's such a core part of of really understanding this work beyond just getting the stuff, which is fine, whatever. But, but this idea of, you know, chasing money in order to someday feel prosperity is just so wacky. You know, this idea that you have to 
feel the prosperity now. I mean, it's something that we talk about in unity constantly. We talk about, we talk in general new thought that unless you can feel luxuriously prosperous right now, your life is never going to outpicture that period. It just can't. It's, it's just, you know, nothing personal, but so this idea of it's really exciting and, and really wonderful to think, oh, wow, on the way to my joyful life, I have to feel joyful. Hmm. <laughs> you know, we almost think on the way to my joyful life, I have to feel bad, guilty and disconnected so that someday maybe, um, you know, I'll feel differently. And you just can't get there from there. I love knowing that, you know, really what we're talking about here is that you can feel any way that you want. You can. I, I think some people have given up that, have, th- have really given up their power and said, oh, no, I can't. This is how I feel and I have no power over what I feel. That is not true. That is a false premise right there. You can always choose to feel differently. Now, you might feel like it's impossible because you've got some serious momentum around a certain subject that doesn't feel like it's possible to recast that stone. But you can. You can decide to feel differently. Um and just feel good in the idea of something. That's where, that's a good place to start, right? Feel good in the idea of it. Feel good in the potential of it, you know? Um, but we also, we heard so clearly there uh, th- that the disconnection in the beginning, you know, when they were talking about the sun is that, you know, this is where it gets started. It gets started with us saying things like, your behavior makes me feel X, Y, Z. And therefore, I cannot be with you. And what really is happening, excuse me, there is, they're basically saying, your behavior makes me feel X, Y, Z. And I'm going to use that as an excuse to not line up with who I really am and blame you for it. Yeah. That's intense. That's something, right? That is, I mean, if you can really walk that talk right there, is not using other people's behavior as an excuse for you to not line up with your source, to really pull back that radical responsibility of unconditional love, you know. And And that's almost like the opposite of feeling what we were talking about, um, feeling the connection. It's feeling the disconnection and knowing like, you know, when I do haul off and yell at my kids, like I'm yelling at my kids and I'm just hearing my voice and I'm like, I'm totally disconnected right now. This has nothing to do with them. I'm really not mad at them. I'm just really not feeling good in this moment. You know, like I can, all of this stuff is happening simultaneously. Yes. It's like, okay, well, what do I want to do about this? Do I want to keep yelling at them or do I want to sit and work on what it's going to get, take for me to feel good right now? You know, change, change the momentum, (laughs) move, move the direction. Yes. And as they said in that last segment, hook up with who you are and all the rest falls into place. Yeah. Hook up with who you really are and all else falls to, into place. So we're actually at the end of our hour. And this has been really a nitty gritty good one, I think, in understanding uh, truly how we can take our power back no matter what's going on in our lives. So I think our our prayer for you this evening, this morning, wherever you are in the world, as you hear these words, whether you hear them live or you hear them recorded on a podcast, maybe many weeks after they've been recorded in this energy, in this moment is truly 
a prayer of connecting to your unconditional love that is the very essence of who you are. It is what pumps your heart. It is that which gives you breath. It is that unconditional love that Jesus spoke of so beautifully and that we take in this moment to know that that is truly your power and all else, all circumstances fall into place or not, but it just doesn't matter. <laughs> Heather, thank you for being here for this hour in this metaphysical porch discussion. Ray, you. you rock. Right back at you, girlfriend. <laughs> and if you'd like to um, perhaps ask uh, Heather for uh, a little bit more support on your journey, you can pop over. She does do one-on-one sessions and some coaching. And uh, she also is a, a hypnotherapist and channel. So jump over to ResetYourMindset.net and uh, hopefully find some relief there. We're all here together, all in this together. And we thank our Unity Online Radio crew and uh, all the folks over at Stitcher and all the other places that you hear this broadcast. We appreciate your support and thanks for um, your affirmations and your emails. You can email us everydayattraction at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. All is truly well. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended to live. Everyday Attraction is a part of the Align Radio Network at www.alignradio.com and sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com forward slash attraction. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Reverend Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. 
Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.